Hey, everybody, it's Ben Hodges from bhdrumacademy.com, and this is the BH Drum Pod. Uh, Welcome back. Uh, Today, we are talking about how to make your drums sound really good. This is, I think, a very essential skill that I think all beginning and intermediate and all drummers in general should learn is how to make your drums sound good. And one of the best ways to make your drums sound good is by tuning them. It's kind of like tuning a guitar. You have to tune the strings to play a certain note. You want your drums also to to sing. You want them to sound really, really good. Um, all your favorite songs that you listen to, all the all the best albums you ever listened to, ones where you're uh, tapping along with your fingers or your drumsticks or you're playing along with, all of those drums have been tuned or programmed to sound great. And that's kind of what we want to happen. When we want, when we have our drums sounding and feeling good, it's really motivating to, to play and it sounds excellent. And you, you kind of get a, almost like you imagine yourself playing on these albums or, or live venues or whatever it might be. So tuning your drums is a big essential skill. Um, So today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to nerd out a little bit and try and talk you through tuning. Now, talking through a podcast is kind of hard to demonstrate how to tune drums and what it sounds like by a podcast. Um, So if you'd ever like to follow along or like to see a visual uh, version of what I'm talking about today, um, I actually have some free resources and some YouTube videos uh, about this particular topic. And I've just put in the the description of this podcast uh, the link to those videos. So there's one about how to tune the bass drum. There's one about how to tune your snare drum and also your toms. You don't need to tune anything else really on your on your drum kit. You can't tune cymbals or anything like that. Um, so those are the three main drums that we're going to be talking about how to tune today. Um, so if you want a visual way of doing it, um, that is a that was a great way to to do that. Um, and of course, I have some notes that can kind of go along with it, and I've attached also those into the description. So if you want to read along as as uh, I talk about them today, you're absolutely welcome to. Uh, I'd suggest to you that you get yourself a notepad or a pen and paper. Uh, you get yourself a favorite uh, one of your favorite beverages and just settle in for a little bit because uh, I'm going to give you lots of information and little tips along the way. Now, um, there's a little asterisk I want to put before I start talking about how to tune the drums is that everyone does it slightly differently. Uh, I remember when I was growing up and I started to learn the drums, I had bought a DVD. We don't use DVDs anymore, but for those who don't know, that's a that's a, a disc you put into a machine and it plays a movie. <laughs> uh, we do streaming now here, but um, now with the world of YouTube, you can find anything. But there was a, a DVD that I found and it was about how to tune the drums. And that was my first exposure of how to tune it. And I was trying to follow along as best as I possibly could to this DVD instructional video of how to tune my drums. And uh, I found it quite challenging because it, it didn't, my drums didn't match perfectly what this person was doing in the video. Uh, And it, I was really frustrating. Like I found my drums 
different than his drums. Um, and I couldn't really get it to work. So, uh, I started asking other drummers as I was gigging around and like, Hey, how do you tune your drums? And, uh, you know, one person showed me a way and, and then another person showed me a different way. And, and then, uh, I started seeing these products that people, that music stores are coming out with, um, that found that made drum tuning a little, uh, easier, uh, in some senses, but made it challenging in others. And so anyways, <laughs> you can tell there, there's a lot of different ways that people tune them. And there'll be some people who swear by, uh, this is the way you tune drums. And this is the way that you should tune drums. Oh, you should never do this. Oh, you should, why are you doing that? There's so many different, uh, opinions about tuning drums and how to make your drums sound good. At the end of the day, your drums just want to sound good. You want your your drums to sound good. Not everyone else's drums. You want your drums to sound good. And some kits are a little trickier than others. Um, and so use sometimes with different combinations of drum heads or um, types of sticks you use or the type of player that you are. Uh, if you're a hard hitting player or if you're a lighter player, um, a lot of that will have an impact on what, how your drums will sound. Like even the style and technique you play can make a big difference on how your drums sound. So today I'm going to just talk about a basic guide. Um, I'm going to give you a direction of where to start from uh, because the tune and the sound of your drums is very personalized. What you think sounds good in drums is your own opinion. You own that opinion of what you think sounds good for drums. Um, so before we get started, it would be a very help, a helpful thing to have an idea of what the tune of your drums sound like in your head before you start. So what I mean by that is uh, it, it's, uh, I want you to kind of think about some of your favorite songs or, uh, your favorite drums, uh, drum parts in songs that you hear. Um, because I want you to try and use that as a reference and trying to match your drums to something that sounds good. So a good suggestion for this is trying to match your drums to the drums in a song that you know, where you thought, uh, wow, the drums in this song sound really good. That's kind of what you're going to use as a bit of a reference as uh, to like what you think is sounds good. Like some people think some this this, these drums sound good, or, oh, I love the way the snare drum sounds here. The snare drum sounds here. And I mean, a lot of that is done in production and mixing and engineering and the sound engineers when you record drums, uh, but even live, um, you know, drums sound different live as they are in, in, when you're in the same room or, uh, whether you're out in the crowd with a mic, when this, the drum kit is, has a bunch of microphones on it and it's coming through a big PA. I mean, they all sound different, uh, but you want your drums to sound good. So having a good reference of where to start from, that's going to be very helpful. So if you don't have something like that, that's okay. But I would suggest maybe to think about that. Um, where, what do you want your drums to sound like? So um, before we get started, let's, let's get into, let's get into it. Not before we get started, let's get right into it. So let's talk about tuning your drums. Uh, so, um, I'm going to talk about the three different drums that we're going to tune. We're going to talk about the bass drum. We're going to talk about the snare and we're going to talk about the toms. Um, for all of those drums, you do need some, some of the same things. And let's talk about some terminology, some words that you're going to hear me say a few times. 
Um, let's start talking about the equipment that you need. So um, all drum, all drums will usually come with a drum key. Uh, and a drum key is like a special little wrench or tool that you use to tighten or loosen the drum heads and make them sound differently. So you need a drum key. Uh, and if you have two drum keys, that's even better. Uh, you having you have two hands, so two drum keys that'll make your tuning go a little bit faster. Um, you also need a quiet room. It's uh, hard. You want to be able to make sure you can hear your drums and know, and you know, so you don't have any distractions in the background. Uh, you need a drumstick. And um, if you need a new drum head, or if you're planning on replacing your drum head, um, then that would be good as well. Uh, in terms of new drum heads, you'll know you need a new drum head if it's really stretched out. Like chances are you'll see some divots or some um, marks or like deep scratches in there. Like it should be perfectly smooth. If you see some big divots inside in the drum head, uh, that's a sign that you may need a new drum head. Um, or it's, uh, you know, drum heads usually sometimes start off as a white color or a clear color. And uh, they get kind of really brown after hit, getting hit with a stick for quite some time. You can generally look and see at a drum at a drum skin if you know it's time to time to switch it um but if so if it, ha it needs replacing uh if because there's divots or if it's warped um then of course you'll need a new drumstick uh new drum skin pardon me um some drummers like to seat their new drum head when they put it on and seating means they like to put like a bunch of weight on the center of the drum uh before tightening it to kind of stretch the drum uh drum head out uh, because when you put a new drum head on a on a drum and you start tightening up uh tightening it up to tune it uh, it does stretch and it does stretch and then all of a sudden what you just tuned, you play it a little while and then all of a sudden it's way out of tune again because the new drum head has just stretched. Um, and that's natural. But some people try and cheat past that way by pressing on the drum head and it's called seating the drum head. Um, I suggest to avoid that. You're going to see that strategy um, from a lot of drummers and especially some online stuff about tuning drums. I suggest to avoid that only because... Um, it's an increased risk of overstretching the drum head and lowering the life of the drum head itself. Like the drum head's going to last you quite a while. Um, and so by overstretching it, you're basically just, um, making it not last as long. You want it to stretch naturally. So I recommend letting the drum stretch itself. Um, and after the first, you know, when you first put it on, um, I suggest just playing on the drum. That's the best way to let it stretch naturally. Just play on it. Um, it's going to vibrate. It's going to stretch with natural uh, drum hits. So after the, even the first 30 minutes of playing the drum, you'll notice the drum head uh, stretch and its tone of the drum is lowered. Um, and it may require a little bit more tuning right after that. But that's probably the safest way that um, your drum head will last as long as it can and and it's, it's, it's going to do the best for you. Uh, also be sure, just one more note about drum heads, be careful not to over-tighten your drum heads. Um, don't tighten them too, too much uh, if they're not designed to do that. They're, all the drum heads are designed to kind of hit a certain frequency or have a certain strength uh, and a tensile strength. So if you tighten them too much, there they can be damaged so just be careful about that okay um some things that are important to know before you about to start tuning your drums drums are very sensitive uh they're very sensitive to tuning uh so 
make sure that why well, I just talked about over tightening, uh, make sure you're not tightening too much. And when you start to tighten the drums um, using your drum key, uh, you want to make sure that you only turn them just a little bit. Don't turn massive turns uh, when you're starting to turn the, the nuts and bolts of your drum head. Uh, you don't want to turn it too much. Um, that's important that you want to know. Okay, so don't be careful. They're very sensitive. Generally speaking, the smaller the drum, the more sensitive it is. So even like the smallest hair of a turn, like the smallest turn can really change its tune quite a lot. So um, that's just be careful of that. Um, let's talk about some words that you need to know. Um, now, what our drum has, of course, the shell, which is the big shell part of the drum. Um, there is something called a batter head and a resonant head. The batter head is the t the drum head that you hit with the drumstick. So on there's a top and a bottom pretty much of the drum. The top, which is what you consider the what side that you hit of the drum, is called the batter head because you're battering it around. Uh, the resonant head is the one that's on the bottom of the drum, and it's uh, the drum head that you don't hit. It's its job is just to vibrate. It vibrates to make and resonate a sound, and hence is called a resonant head. It resonates. It vibrates. It just sings. That's all it does. And so you don't generally hit the resonant head at all. The only side of the drum that you hit is the batter head. There's also something called a lug. A lug. You're going to hear me say the word lug a few times. The lug is the part that you turn to tune your drums. Uh, a drum can have anywhere up to from six to 12 lugs and even sometimes more. And those are the parts on top and on bottom, basically around the edge of the drum head. And it's in metal uh, that you use your drum key. Your drum key will fit perfectly onto the squared little peg and you can turn it to the right to make it tighter or turn it to the left to make it looser. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Uh, so that's how, um, you know, tuning works. You're going to put your drum key on the lugs and you turn it to make different sounds. Um, so when you start to turn the lugs, there is a certain order that you should do it in. Some people swear by going in a complete circle. Um, so basic, let me think of it this way. Imagine a clock. Imagine a clock and, you know, you have the numbers 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You have all numbers. Instead of going like around the clock, kind of like how a minute hand goes, um, I'm going to 12, 1, 2, 3, going in order. Um, the best way to make sure that your drum is evenly tuned and not overstretched in certain areas is to go on opposite sides. That is something that I really want you to make sure you take away today. When you when you start tuning your drums, make sure you tighten the drums in an even format. Okay, it's very important to give the drum head as even of a tune as possible. Okay, so you're gonna tune them in kind of like a diagonal pattern. Now, in the um, in the description of the podcast, I've given a um, there's a little go follow along notes here about how to tune your bass drum, how to tune your snare, how to tune your toms. But in there is a picture and a diagram of how it goes. And I actually, um, in my videos that I show, I actually show that I have a little tool that I use. It's basically like an old drum head. And I just kind of cut the, um, 
circumference of it. I cut the center of this old drum head out and I put it on top of the drum and I numbered, I literally took a Sharpie and I wrote numbers on my old drum head. And it just kind of reminds me of where I'm going. So the, the pattern that you use is diagonals, basically means the opposite sides. So remember that clock I was getting you imagine earlier. Now you're going to, that's a diagonal pattern would be, uh, I'm going to adjust the number 12 spot first. And then I would do the complete opposite of the clock. I would do the number six pattern, right? Then I maybe after that, I would go to number three and then I'm going to go to nine o'clock. And then perhaps I go to one o'clock and seven o'clock. And then I maybe I go to 11 o'clock and five o'clock. And so you can see I'm going opposite sides all the time. And that makes sure that the drum head gets a nice, even tune. That's going to save you a lot of headaches if you start making sure it's all on an even tuning. Okay. Now I've talked a lot about words and I talked a lot about like some things you need to know. Let's get into like the specifics now of how to tune each one. So I'm going to talk about, first of all, let's talk about the easiest drum to tune, the bass drum. This bass, it's typically the easiest to tune because it's the lowest sound um, and it's harder to distinguish if, uh, you know, if it's a drum, a bass drum is out of tune or not. Uh, the tune of the bass drum is typically pretty low. You, it's, it's a big booming sound or it's a big punchy sound uh, and it's, it's easy to tune. Um, for the bass drum, I think it's, a, in my opinion, I find it a little easier to tune the resonant head first, the side of the head that is not being hit by the bass drum pedal, uh, and then the batter head second. Because typically, uh, and for all of these drums, I find it the same, the snare and the tom, uh, the resonant head doesn't really get adjusted too much, uh, especially for the bass drum. It's not one that gets adjusted really the only it gets kind of out of tune a lot less often because all it does is vibrate it's not getting any contact it's not getting any hits from a drumstick or any bass drum pedal hits um so i suggested to tune the resonant head first of the bass drum um and as as you want to change if you want to change the sound of your bass drum all you would need to do is just adjust the batter head and you don't need to adjust the the resonant head so let's start, um, let's start talking about the steps. So the first step, you have your bass drum in front of you. The first step is if, uh, is if you have a new drum head, of course, you're going to replace that. So you need to take your drum key and loosen all the lugs, lefty loosey, and remove all the lugs and the nuts and bolts, and then simply just take the old drum skin off and place a new drum skin on, and then you're going to place the bolts back on. But you're not going to tighten them up, tighten them up yet. You're just going to make sure they the bolts go into the holes, and you just start to turn turn them a little bit so they're all on nice and loose. So step one: replace the drum head if you need to. Step two is uh, now you have your new drum head on, or maybe you have you didn't replace it. You just wanted to start fresh. You just loosened everything and want to start fresh. I always start uh, tuning drums from a fresh position. I always don't try and save what I had before. I I like to loosen all the drums uh, to start here. Uh, 
What you do next is you do something called finger tightening, finger tightening. And so what you're going to do is you're going to tighten the lugs on the drum as best as you can using your fingers, not the drum lug, drum keys, your fingers, because your fingers are, you're not going to be a tighten as well as using a key. So you're going to take your fingers and you're going to tighten up the lugs as best you can. Uh, but remember, you're doing it in an even tuning. So that means you have to go opposite sides. Remember that clock I was talking about? Okay, opposite sides. Maybe you start with the 12 and 6 o'clock and then 3 and 9 o'clock and then maybe 2 and 8 o'clock and, and opposite sides. Always important to do opposite sides when you start to tune. And that makes sure you have a nice, even tuning. Once you go around one time doing the finger tightening, then you go once more time just to make sure that everything is as tight as you possibly can uh, with your finger tightening. Okay, so that's important uh, to do. That's, that's your next step. Third step of how to tune your bass drum is now you're going to place the palm of your hand, okay, the palm of your hand, and you're going to place it directly in the center of your bass drum. Now, this is, this is what uh, I, you should do for the bass drum. Uh, you wouldn't do this for the snare or the tom drum, but this is a, a special exception. The bass drum skin is very strong and you're trying to get the lowest tuning. So for the bass drum, you're going to put your hand and place the palm of your hand in the center of the bass drum and press it down gently about one to two inches. And when you do that, you're going to notice a bunch of wrinkles start to appear around the edge of the drum kit. That is completely normal. You might hear a little like cracking or a little like stretching of the drum head. That is completely natural as well. It, it will make a few noises. That's okay. You're not going to break it. I promise. Okay. Only one to two inches though. All right. And you're going to put a good firm amount of pressure on there. Now you're going to take your drum key. Okay, you're going to take your drum key and you're going to place it on one of the positions, the 12 o'clock position that's present. Uh, and you're going to take it and you're going to turn the drum head about half a turn, half a turn tighter to the right. Okay, and you're going to go in that diagonal opposites pattern. Okay, 12 and 6, 3 and 9, opposite sides. Turn it a whole half a turn around each of the drum lugs. Okay, now once you've turned Every one, every one of those about half a turn tighter. Start again, but this time I want you to watch the wrinkles. Okay, watch the wrinkles. So you've you tightened everything half a turn already. Now this the second turn around, you're going to watch the wrinkles this time. And when you start to turn them, you're going to notice that the wrinkles maybe start to move or disappear. And once you see the wrinkles start to move or disappear in that spot. Uh, turn like a half a quarter past the point where they start to move. So you're going to adjust the, the, the key until you start to see the wrinkles move. And when you start to see the wrinkles move, turn a quarter turn past that point and that's it. And then you're just going to repeat that with all the other lugs. Okay. So once again, you've turned everything half a turn, you're going to place, then you put, you make sure you have that pressure on with your hand and you're looking at the wrinkles. And as soon as you start to see the wrinkles move and disappear, you turn a quarter turn past that spot. Okay. Now, if you've, uh, if you've noticed the wrinkles, you know, it, you start to turn, but like, Hey, I, when I did the half turn, the wrinkles already disappeared. Well, that means you can loosen the drum a little bit until you can find that point where it moves. Okay. So you just got to find that point where the wrinkles start to move. 
Once you've done all of that and you've you've turned quarter turn past a point, you can let go of the drum. You can take your hand off of the center of the drum skin. And if you give it a tap, it's going to be a big wobble sound. It's going to be quite low tuning. Uh, now, this is where your drumstick comes in handy because now you can tap each lug to see if there's any differences in tuning. So you can tap each ones of the lug, maybe like an inch or two from the from the edge of the circle of the drum and tap each one and just see if if they are how they sound okay see how they sound and see if it sounds any good um you might notice there's some that are sounding lower and some that may be sounding a little higher and they should all be matching in sound so what you need to do is uh you need to basically make sure that all the lugs are sounding the same sound Okay, so if one sounds higher and one sounds lower, you can either adjust the lower one and tighten it to make it sound higher or the higher one and you can loosen it to make it sound lower. They should all match in sound. Okay, that's important. Um, double check if any of the lugs are, once you kind of have them matched, make double check now to make sure any of the screws are loose. Okay, and if they found one that you, you're like, hey, this one's loose after I tuned it all, like, what's going on? That sometimes happens, especially with bass drums, because they're pretty loose tuning. If you notice that, what I would suggest to you is tighten uh, not just that one lug, because obviously that needs to be tightened if it's loose. Uh, so you're not just going to tighten that one lug. You're going to tighten all the lugs, okay? Because you've you've simply matched all the even tuning, right? So if one lug is loose, you're going to tighten all the lugs that same amount. So if you turn that loose lug a quarter turn, you have to turn all of them a, a quarter turn to make sure that they're all nice and even. Now, that should be all the things that you need to do to make that bass drum tuned. So um, this is that when you think, think you're finished, double, triple check to make sure that the sound is what you want. So you can tap the center of your bass drum. You can put on the pedal and give it a couple couple kicks with the bass drum pedal and see how it sounds um, and see what you think of it. And if you want a different sound, then make your adjustments as you need. So to repeat everything I just said really briefly, uh, to tune the bass drum, very simply, first of all, is number one, we replace the drum head if you think you need to or loosen all the lugs and start fresh. Uh, number two was we finger tightened in opposite fashions as best as we possibly could. Then we placed our palm of our hand in the center of the drum and we turned every single lug half a turn. And then we, after we turned everything half a turn, we started to look for the wrinkles and see when they moved. And when we found the wrinkles, if we found that they moved, then we turned a quarter turn past that point. Um, and we did them for all the lugs. Then we just fine tuned a little bit more and made sure that all the lugs uh, sounded the same. We took our drumstick and we tapped around the outside to make sure all the lugs sounded the same. So that's how the basic guide of how we tune the bass drum, the bass drum. Okay. So they, we, this is the only drum where we put our hand directly on it. Okay. That's how we do it. Now let's move on to talk about uh, the snare drum, the snare drum. Um, the snare drum, I think is probably the next easiest. Um, the toms are probably the most difficult to tune, but the snare drum is probably is the one next one here. So, um, so we have a lot of similar steps that we did from the bass drum, except the only thing that's really different for the snare drum is we do not 
place our hand on the center of the drum. That's called seeding the drum head. And I talked about that earlier. We don't want that uh, to happen. So the sound of the snare is an important one to get it right because this is the one that's going to be hit the most. This is one that people are going to notice um, and uh, you can adjust the sound of this one. It's very customizable to anything you want. Generally speaking, this, this, uh, the sound of the snare drum is tightened pretty high, but some people like a lower sound of it. Um, the batter and the resonant head um, are can sometimes be tuned and adjusted to match what you want it to sound like. But the resonant head is going to be pretty tight to touch. So I suggest you tighten the resonant head uh, first. Uh, so that would be a good thing for you to do. You want to tighten the resonant head first. Uh, and it's going to be pretty tight. It's going to be so tight that it's going to be really tight to the touch. Now, the skin, the drum skin or the drum head is very thin. So be gentle when you're when you're tuning it. A uh, true story, I tightened it up so much, I, I did the guilty thing. I over-tightened when I was younger. I over-tightened the drum head and it it uh, snapped on me and it scared the heck out of me. <laughs> it does make quite a noise when it does it. The resonant head for a snare drum also contains the wires, uh, which is called the snare or the snare wires. Um, that's on the bottom of the drum head and they can get in the way uh, when you're trying to tune, like you're like, you're hitting it and it's always buzzing and it's in the way. Um, so a kind of like good little life hack is you can actually take a drum stick and you can lift up the drum wires and slide it under. And so it's laying across the whole diameter of the drum and you can actually lifts off the drum wires so that they, they kind of stay out of the way when you're starting to tighten uh, and tune this, the bottom snare head. So if that's a little nice life hack, uh, that you can do. Um, for the resonant head of a snare drum, uh, the tighter the resonant head, the less vibrating that that resonant head will probably do. Um, so, and that's a good thing. Uh, so that can usually solve a lot of problems. If you're like, why is my snare drum buzzing all the time when you're playing it? Like I have, you know, I can, I tightened my snare wires as much as I could, but still buzzing a lot. Uh, that might be a, 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 a sign that your resonant head might be a little loose. So it rarely gets changed or replaced, um, the resonant head. Like I still, you still replace it, you know, maybe once a year or once every six months if you're playing it tons because um, they do vibrate and they stretch, uh, but you want to keep it quite tight. Okay, really, really tight. And again, same steps as kind of before, we're going to follow along with, um, you're going to use the same steps that we're going to, I'm going to talk about with tuning this, this snare drum as you would the resonant head. So to control the tune and the sound of your snare drum, you really only need to adjust the batter head, the one that you hit. So some people like it lower for like a fatter sound. Some people like it high and poppy and cracky, like a crack of a snare drum sound. Um, whatever you think you need, you, you think sounds great. All right, let's get right into the steps of how to tune the snare drum. Um, now, the, some of the steps are exactly the same as we did for the bass drum. So um, here are the steps. So number one, same as before, if you need to replace the drum head, now would be the time to do it. So you would loosen all the lugs and start fresh. So same as we did before. So replace it if you need to. And then you place the bolts back on nice and loose. Second step, same as we did for the bass drum, we are finger tightening the lugs as best as you can. So tighten as best as you possibly can with your fingers in the opposite fashion 
12 to 6, 3 to 9, just like a clock. Okay, and tighten as best as you possibly can. Now, the third step is not the same as the bass drum, because if you remember the bass drum tuning, we put our hand in the center. This one, we do not, um, because we don't want to overstretch or seat the drum head and ruin the, the life of the snare head. So what we do next, after we finger tighten everything as best as we can, we're going to take our drum key, and this time we're going to turn one whole turn, one whole turn, 360 degrees on each lug in the diagonal pattern. We're going to tighten it up quite a lot. Okay, so one whole turn on every single lug that you see in the opposite pattern. Okay, next step, once you've turned every lug a one whole turn, then you're going to take your drumstick and you're going to tap the drum. You're going to tap the drum and see if you like the sound of it. Now, it's going to be hard to kind of hear the sound of the drum, or it might be confusing if the drum is off of the ground um, and you hit it because as soon as you hit the top head, it makes the resonant head vibrate and the snare wires start to vibrate too. So what I suggest is take your drum and place it on the ground or place it on a table. Maybe you lay a towel down and put it down. And so the only vibrating you're hearing is the top head itself once you hit the hit the drum if you like the sound that the drum makes if you think it's it's tuned high high enough for you uh in terms of like the note imagine like a piano right the the more you go to the right the higher the note the more you go lower the lower the note if you think it's kind of to your liking then you can go to the next step but if it's not to your liking then you can tune it a little bit more a little bit more and i would suggest only if you need to go a little more don't only don't do one whole turns again. Maybe go like quarter turns, right? Go only go like a quarter turn, maybe 12 to three o'clock position on the diagonal patterns. Don't just tune one of them, tune all of them. Okay. So once again, once you've turned everything one whole turn from the start, um, now you're just tapping to see if you like the sound. And if you do, great. You can go to the next step. If you don't, then you can tune it a little higher or lower, depending on what you want. Okay. If it's too tight then loosen it. If it's too loose, then tighten it. Very simple. Get the tone you want. After you get the tone you want, it's now time to start to do the final step is fine tuning. And this is the part where you got to really use your ear. This is where you take the drumstick and you tap, very similar to what we did the bass drum, you tap each of the lugs to see if there's any differences in the tuning. If there's any, some of them might be higher than others right? One lug might be a high sound, one lug might be a low sound. And you want to make sure that all the lugs sound the same. If you get different sounding ones, they're going to, you're going to hear the whoa, 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 whoa kind of sound. The sound waves don't match each other. You want all the sounds to match. So what you're going to do, if, if you find, uh, if you find a, a difference in one of the lugs, you tighten the lower sounding ones and you should probably loosen the higher sounding ones. So you want them all to match, right? If you tighten, if you tighten the loose ones, and but you don't loosen the tight ones, it's kind of hard to say. Let me say that one more time because I it sounds confusing just as I say it. If you don't <laughs> tighten the lower sounding ones, and you only loosen the higher sounding ones, then you're gonna just move the tone of the drum. You want to make sure your the sound of your drum sounds the same. So they should all match in sound. So remember, only turn the turn the lugs. Just a little bit, not much. Small turns will make change the drum sound dramatically different. This is quite sensitive now. Now that it's quite tight, it's going to be very sensitive. 
So you're fine tuning. And once you feel like you've got all the lugs at the same same tone, double check, triple check if you need to, to make sure everything sounds nice and even. And then you can just play the drum. Play the drum, see how it sounds, and adjust if you need. So once again, we started by changing the tune, the drum head, and we loosened all the lugs. We finger tightened everything as much as we possibly could in the opposite fashion. After we finger tightened everything, we turned the whole drum lug one whole turn. Then we checked to see the sound. We checked to see if it sounded pretty good. And if it sounds pretty good, excellent. We start fine tuning uh, by checking each of the sound lugs. Okay, so that's how you tune a snare drum. Um, And that's that's kind of one of the basic, again, a basic guide to kind of tuning a snare drum. Some people have different ways of doing it, but that is uh, the basics. Okay, now let's talk about the hard one, the uh, toms, the toms. Now, this actually the strategy to tune the toms is very similar to the snare. It's almost identical to the snare. So we're going to do the same steps to tune the toms. We would loosen the drum drum head right from fresh. We loosen everything, replace the drum head if you need to, finger tighten everything. We adjust the lugs to kind of make the tom sound to where the tone and pitch that you want to. Then we start fine tuning. Okay, so all those steps are the same, but the big difference and why the toms are so sometimes tricky and difficult to tune is because they're very sensitive and you'll know when the, the tom is out of tune because it will sound uh, warpy. I'll go whoa, 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 sound and it won't be a perfect uh, doom or doom sound <laughs> like my tom impression. <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, that, that's kind of important that you want to know. Some people also swear by, um, you know, what combinations of tunings that you do in, with in, what I mean by that is the resonant head versus the batter head, um, because they make different sounds. There's no snare wires. There's no, nothing to put inside it to dampen it. Um, some people swear by, I have to make sure the resonant head is tighter and tire higher than the batter head. And some people think opposite. They think the resonant head should be a lot lower than the batter head. And then some people believe that um, the resonant head and the batter head should be exactly the same. And to be honest, it's all personal preference. It's all personal preference. If you have have the resonant head and the batter head exactly the same, it makes the most even sound you could possibly make. Um, and keep in mind the toms will resonate, right? So they're going to like have a nice, even, flat wavelength if you think of like the sound waves um me personally i am one of those types of people that have the resonant head higher than the batter head and why i do that is because uh that's the way my drums sound the best i've kind of experimented with a bit of with each of these methods of which one should be tighter and higher than the other ones and for my drums um i found them sound a lot better it made my drums sing a lot more and i think some of it is to do with the size and the shape of the drum itself Uh, but my floor toms sing and resonate a lot and i like that um, for that reason so i have my resonant head a lot tighter um, for that reason. Uh, so, and when I do that, it gives, gives the, my, the drum, like a slight bend of a sound, like an upward send, like a boom, it kind of 
I kind of like that. That's kind of my my personal preference. Uh, but of course, you I I highly recommend you just to experiment and find the sound that you like. Okay. So that's that's how you kind of want to settle that one. But for easy, easy peasy lemon squeezy, you can start with um the resonant and batter head sounding, uh, you know, tune them to the same sound if you like to. Uh, but of course, have that sound in your head before you start. So um to get into the the, the details, I'm going to go through this quickly because the, this, the technique is exactly the same for the toms as it was kind of the snare. Um, we would start fresh as we always would. We've loosened the drum, do the lugs, replace the drum head if you need to. Um, and then you're going to put the drum, the lugs back on nice and loose. And then step two was, if you remember, finger tightening. We finger tighten the lugs as best as we can in opposite fashions. Um, and we tighten them as best as we possibly can with our fingers. Okay. Then the third step, if you remember from the snare, we turned, we, their next step after we finger tighten and everything is we turned one whole turn, but we wouldn't, what don't want to do a whole turn for the toms because they're very sensitive, very, very sensitive. So instead of turning a whole turn, maybe you only turn half a turn instead. So once we finger tighten everything for the toms, now we're going to only do a half turn because they're very sensitive and you can over tighten the toms. So only a half turn in, again, opposite fashions, 12 to 6, 3 to 9, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but this is, this is what, what, it, what it is. Um, once you've kind of adjusted everything, well, half a turn, then we check the sound. We check the tone. We take our drumstick and we hit the drum and we see if we're if we're kind of close to the notes that we want to hit. So imagine that keyboard, that piano keyboard, right? Or we can hit in the, if you have, I'll use my, my mouth as kind of a demonstration here, but uh, if we have a boom sound in our head of what we want our, our nice rack tom, our nice small tom to sound like a boom sound, but when we hit it, it only makes a boom sound a little lower. We want to tighten it up a bit so we can raise the note, right? We want to get as close to the note that we want, the sound that we want, as we possibly can. And so we make adjustments and we're only turning like small baby turns. It's Remember, the drum is very sensitive now uh, for the tom. So only baby turns will make a huge difference. Like a hair of a turn will make a huge difference in tuning toms, especially the smaller drums. Once we kind of have our... Our drum, our tom drum sounding close to where we want. Our last step is to fine tune everything. We're checking each of the lugs to make sure everything sounds the same. So if we find any lugs that are a little lower sounding, we maybe want to uh, tighten that specific one, but we also want to maybe loosen the other ones. Okay, so let's loosen the high ones so that it kind of even Stevens, kind of like a scale. It kind of everything comes back to the same, same um, position, and everything's kind of got the same, same. Um, what am I looking for? <laughs> Drum word. Uh, same tension. That's the word I'm looking for. Drum tension. I'm not going to edit that. I'll keep it all in. Uh, so that's that's. Want to make sure we fine tune everything as perfectly as we possibly can for the toms. So once again, just to go through the tom tuning, um, same as it was before. We loosen everything. Uh, we, we loosen everything, replace the drum head if we need to, we finger tighten everything as best as we can. Then instead of turning one whole turn, like we did for the snares, we turn every lug a half turn in the opposite diagonal patterns. And then we tap and see if we like the sound. 
we adjust the sound if we think we we uh, if we need to. Once we get the kind of right tone we want, then the last step is to fine tune everything and check all the lugs to make sure they are matching. We want the lugs to match. If one of them doesn't match, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it's going to sound a little bit different. Okay. Um, and with the toms, there's one more secret step, I guess, afterwards. And I, just, I don't know why I say it's secret step, but it's a step that many people forget about. I talked about the start when we talked about the tom section. I talked about the difference between the resonant head and the batter head. You want to maybe check um, check and see what the top, the top head sounds like and then take a drumstick and hit the bottom head and see what kind of relation they are. Right. You if you want the resonant head and the batter head to sound pretty identical, then you want to make sure that the tom resonant head and the batter head sound identical. Uh, if you want the resonant head to sound tighter than the batter head, then you want to make a shirt sound tighter. Um, how much tighter is personal preference. Um, if you I, I guess if I want to go super nerdy about it. Um, one common strategy is how, like how much tighter should the resin head or batter head be? Um, if you're deciding to tune them differently, um, I like to think of it in fifths in fifths. And what a fifth is, is kind of like a note on the scale, like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Um, there, those notes, um, there, if you, the first one, which is an A, so A, B, C, D, E. So an A and an E, if you play them together, uh, they'll actually kind of sound pretty nice. It's kind of like playing a, a chord on a piano. If you play one key and you play the next five keys after it, it's going to sound, they sound actually quite pleasant together, those two notes. Um, so they're called fifths. Um, and that's kind of how sometimes... I, well, how I tune my drums, I tune them in fifths. So I have a resonant, my resonant head's a fifth higher and my batter head is, is just the, the note that I'm comparing it to. So, um, again, but I would suggest to experiment with those as much as you can. That's the only way that you kind of get better at it and better at tuning in general is just experiment. So that's my basic guide. Um, lastly, before I get going today, is I want to talk about some uh, some common, I guess, problems that might come up as you're tuning. Because I've noticed this. It was very frustrating. Um, how to fix some problems um, that, that might occur. If you're trying and you're trying and you're trying so hard to tune the drums and you're not that successful, not a big deal. It happens sometimes and it happens to the best of us. It happens to me all the time. Truth be told, when I started, um, when I started tuning my uh, Tom drum for even the instructional video that I have on YouTube, uh, that drum was being a jerk to me. <laughs> it, it was really hard to tune. Um, so that one, uh, you can kind of hear that as it was, uh, as I was kind of tuning it, you can kind of hear and see kind of saying this is being, a, you know, really hard to tune today. <laughs> that that's happens all the time. Um, here's a couple uh, fixes that might help you um, if you, something doesn't work. So sometimes the tuning doesn't work no matter how hard you try. And it could be for a lot of reasons. One thing you could do is called the 12 to 3 technique. And what it is, is basically you loosen all the drum lugs and you keep the same drum head that you had on. But what you do is basically you just reposition the drum head and you basically turn it rotate and turn the drum head from a maybe a maybe the logo for example that's on the front of the drum head is at the 12 o'clock position you maybe move the logo and rotate the drum drum head um to three o'clock 
So you'd basically just turn the drum head and then retune the drum. Um, and sometimes just moving the drum into a different position um, can sometimes fix it. Maybe just wasn't sitting absolutely perfectly on the drum itself. Uh, that that can also be that can be sometimes a reason. So a twelve to three technique is sometimes what I is sometimes a, a technique that works um, just to see. Uh, some people just switch to getting right a new drum head right away, but uh, you know I would suggest to try the twelve to three technique first. Um, only so you don't waste some money on a drum head that you don't actually need. Another thing that could help is dampening, uh, dampening, um, on your drum. I, you see some people who buy these, something called E-rings and an E-ring is basically like a, a, a circle of plastic that, that go, can go onto the drum. It takes away a lot of the unwanted sounds or the overtones and things like that. Some people use, uh, gels like a moon gel. They call it like this little, like, um, dampening little rubber silicone rubbery gel pad that sits on there. I've seen some people put a tea towel or a towel over top of their drums. I've seen people use um, electrical tape, uh, a wallet. <laughs> I've seen people use uh, as a way to make some some of these sounds disappear. So um, you people can get get very creative um, with dampening, but dampening can also help. Um, for toms, I, I would not dampen inside the toms or the snare because you those drums are designed to re resonate and sound good so dampen the outside for bass drums some people put pillows or blankets inside and that's totally fine because it's a very you want you don't want a lot of ringing sounds unless you want to but uh generally speaking most people don't love a lot of ringing sounds for for bass drums so uh that's an easy way to kind of fix that um, cause you don't want to put a bunch of duct tape and stuff over your drum. So blankets and pillows inside of a bass drum works, but not for a snare and a tom. Um, and one last thing, if it still doesn't work, um, I would suggest you can even take it to your local music store, take it to local music store and have a, have a different opinion. See if you can learn from somebody physically watching them and doing it with you. Or, um, you know, there's drum, you know, when people do drum lessons, um, even if you, uh, you know, decide to go uh, do drum lessons, whether with me uh, online or or through websites and stuff, or, you know, you take it to your, your local um, uh, drum, you know, person who does drum lessons, um, they can show you how. They can show you how. Uh, that And that sometimes doing it on your own kit is very, very helpful. It's because you think, you know, your kit is, you know, that's, that's how you're going to get it to get it to go. So sometimes having a second set of eyes is, is really helpful. Um, there is also, I will talk about one last thing, uh, is some technology, some technology that actually exists now to make tuning a little easier and, and very correct on a technological sound wave, sound frequency, um, like perfect way. <laughs> uh, there's some products that exist out there. Um, and there's two specifically that, are that come to mind and I'll give an example and I've tried them both and I'll tell you my little opinions about them both. Um, and I, I like them both. Don't get me wrong. Whatever I'm about to say, I'm not biased towards one or the other. I do like them both. Um, there's, um, two, two ones, I guess that work well, uh, that I've used. Uh, one is called a drum dial. Uh, and a drum dial and one's called a tune bot. So I'll start with the drum dial. A drum dial basically is a, a, a device um, that you place on top of a, 
uh, of a drum and on a lug, near lug, and it tells you kind of the tension as a number. It tells you the tension of how tight the drum is. It basically just reads how tight the drum is. And that will give you a good guide as to how tight all of your lugs are. So it's great for if you're trying to get a drum to sound in, you know, a good tone or in the ballpark. Um, it doesn't, it, I, my critique is, I guess it doesn't, make it perfect, uh, perfect sounding to the ear. Um, it does get it pretty close and it gets you right in the ballpark of, t- and then you can start to fine tune it right from there. Um, and you can always remember and write down the number that how tight, Oh, this Tom is always supposed to be this tight on the drum dial. So when you change ahead, you just tighten it to that, that Tom tightness, and then you can just fine tune after that. So it does save some time. Um, but it's not always perfect to the ear. Um, the TuneBot is another device, and I, I that's one I currently use right now, and it's I I really like it. Um, it's this one comes with a phone app as well, and that you can listen to the sound frequencies, and you can also um, you can adjust it. Uh, you can like save what your frequencies are on the device. It's basically a device that you clip onto the edge of your drum, and as you play the drum or you hit this hit the drum lug, uh, it resonates a sound frequency, and the drum the tune bot will tell you what the frequency is. Uh, and the phone app, what it does is you type in what type of drum, what type of drums you have, what's how big they are, and what you want the sound like, and it will spit out at you. It tells you what frequency. Um, the, the lug should be at to make the sound. So you just basically match what the phone app tells you on your tune bot. And, uh, it's great. It, it works pretty well and it makes tuning quite a bit faster. Um, but, uh, downfall is it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's expensive. It's a, it's a bit pricey, but it is definitely, um, I think it's got its worth, worth its weight in gold, especially if you need to tune it, um, a lot more often and almost every time, like before a show or something like that. So a lot of professionals use the drum dial or the tune bot to make things go a little faster. Um, sometimes you've tried to tune everything so much, um, but the, you know, it won't work. So sometimes the condition of the drum heads, um, often need some fixing and some fail. So when all else fails, um, you can maybe try a different device, like a drum dial, a tune bot. You can check the conditions of your drum heads, uh, and even the worst case scenario, absolute worst case scenario, you can check the drum itself. If it's sometimes carried from gig to gig and it gets dropped or handled roughly, the drum can warp, the drum can shift, it can, it can break, it can bend, uh, and we don't want it to. That's why, you know, drum cases exist and you got to take good care of your drums. But if it's ever warped, um, that needs professional repair. Um, so you would take it to your music store and, uh, and they would hopefully be able to repair it for you. Um, so that always helps. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. So thank you very much. That's, uh, I, I, the, sorry, the wow was, I just realized, um, that I threw a lot of information at you. Um, and so feel free to go back and pause wherever you like to. Um, and I hope you've taken some good notes of how, of how to do it. Um, if you ever need someone to go through the process with you of how to tune drums, whether it's online or in person or anything like that, of how to tune the drums, I'm happy to work with you uh, and go through that with you. And just you can go to my website, bhtrmacademy.com to, to to book an appointment and and to uh, we can chat about it and, and, and do all that. Um, but just as a reminder to you. 
attached in the description is um, some links to some YouTube videos that I've made about how to tune each of those drums and also the notes that go along with each of those, uh, each of these. Um, so you can have some basically word for word instructions. So if you like learning visually, you have the videos. If you like learning by instructions, you got, the, you got those. And if you like hearing my voice on the podcast, that's another way you can do it as well. Uh, so lots of options for you to help you kind of get, get yourself um, to the in the right direction. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, and to be honest, the best way to learn about <laughs> tuning is to experiment. There's nothing wrong with just uh, picking up a drum one day and just trying to tune it and try and experiment a little bit, right? Just remember not to overtune your drums and everything else will be okay. So experiment a little bit, try some new things, see if, uh, see if how you can get your drum to sound the best. And once you, if you feel like you've had a eureka moment, like, ah, yes, that's how I do it. Make sure you write that down, make sure you write down how it sounds like or take pictures or video or record it, or I don't know, record how it sounds or what it needs to be done uh, so that you can come back to that at any time. Having yourself a little routine of how your drums sound is always going to be something that's going to fast track it. So thank you very much for listening on the BS Drum Pod. Once again, um, there's all these online resources about everything drums for all your drumming needs, uh, lessons and more. Um, and you just want to learn some free resources. Uh, hit me up on BS Drum Academy. I have Instagram, BS Drum Academy. Um, and then I have, of course, Facebook, BS Drum Academy Canada, and my website, bhdrumacademy.com, where you'll find everything there. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Now go practice how to tune those drums. 